Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Total Information AM Sunday on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow. Glad to be joined now by Michael Kelly and John Hancock. As always, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Well, let's start with the GOP field. Contenders are coming in left and right in this thing. I'm curious. Let's start with you, John. How do you think it will affect the election when we have so many Republican candidates? Well, I think initially it makes it much easier, clearer path for Donald Trump to win the nomination. Uh, he's already got a, a sizable double-digit double lead over Ron DeSantis. Everybody else is in the single digits. Uh, I think the fact that the field is expanding is a, a bit of a sign that DeSantis is, has not yet succeeded in turning this into a two-person race. And I think the only chance of Donald Trump not becoming the nominee is if someone emerges uh, in that field and turns this into a two-person race. I don't see that happening. I think the field's probably going to expand even further. And all of that uh, would lend me to believe that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. I can't imagine how they're going to get all those candidates on stage for a debate. <laughs> um, yeah. Michael, your thoughts uh, sitting back there as a Democrat? Uh, popcorn uh, with a little <laughs> light butter and salt and uh, sit back and, and watch a bunch of people try to imitate being Donald Trump. Um, I, I don't know if this is possible, but if somebody were to be the alternative to Donald Trump who's not trying to be Donald Trump, uh, if they could get some attention, they may be able to get some traction. Unfortunately, right now, what I see, Scott, is everybody is trying to outright and trying to out Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And I just don't see how that's a successful path to winning uh, the nomination. And President Biden, in terms of his campaign, uh, he's probably not going to have to do a whole lot, is he? Well, if you look at the last one, he spent most of the time in Delaware. Obviously, it was COVID. It was a unique election. But uh, presidents have the, 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 um, the, the attributes of, of the office and being able to essentially run from the Rose Garden. I think the president will do that. But he'll be uh, sending out surrogates and he'll be showing up in places to talk about his accomplishments. This has been uh, a, a very successful uh, legislative priority a president for Democrats. And he's done it in a bipartisan manner. And I think that's what he'll be highlighting for the next year as we uh, do this slide, uh, November of next year. A federal judge ruled that a first-in-the-nation Tennessee law that limits drag shows is unconstitutional and violated the constitutional rights of the drag performers. It appears this issue, there's like 25 other of these laws, uh, could be a big talking point on the in the presidential election. John, let me ask you, Why? Well, I, you know, I, I think the court, pro I haven't looked at this case, but the court probably got it right as it relates to the First Amendment. Uh, I think the concern here is what we've seen in some school districts, some here in Missouri, where you're taking third graders uh, to these kinds of shows without parental consent. Uh, that, I think, is a much 
stronger issue uh, to focus upon because I think the vast majority of people would disagree with that policy by a school district. And, um, but as far as the, the First Amendment rights to have a show, you know, that they, I'm sure they do. Michael, your thoughts? Well, I think it's right. I mean, it's, it's common sense. I mean, being able to express yourself however you want is a, a right of free speech. It's no different than pulling out an AR or whatever and shooting up a bunch of Bud Lights. It may look silly to some other people, but it's speech to many. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious as to why this issue has become so big and might even be an important part of the presidential election. Well, I think there's a sense uh, by many in the country that this agenda, the LGBT, whatever, the agenda is being aggressively pushed down our throats. And, you know, it's one thing we should not discriminate against anybody, but I don't think. Americans should be forced to celebrate something that many find morally repugnant. And I I think, you know, on that basis, there's a lot of um, angst in the culture over this on both sides of it. And so for that reason, I'm not surprised it's become a political issue. Well, it's mainly become a political issue because Republicans have made it so. Well, no, Scott, I disagree. Uh, I mean, this is this is an active agenda that's being pushed by the left and uh I, I don't know. I don't think it's just I think Republicans are reacting to a political agenda, uh, which is their right to do. Is that how you see it, Michael? No, um, I think the Republicans have found one of the the most powerful drugs in the world, and that is tapping into hatred. Uh, this started with Donald Trump, and I think that's what it's all about. Anybody who's different, they want to put a spotlight on it and point out uh, that those people are the reason that society is uh, deteriorating. And it's really sad um, that they're using, you know, the lowest form of motivation, but it shouldn't be a surprise. This is what we saw Donald Trump do. The day he got into the race, he was going after immigrants. Uh, This is the latest thing they're focused on. It will be unsuccessful. And uh, I think the Democrats will uh, take back, will continue to retain the White House as a result of this type of hatred. Locally, for millennia, go ahead. For millennia, the Christian faith, the Jewish faith, the Islamic faith and probably others uh, find that kind of sexuality to be a sin. And so it's one thing to people ought to live their lives and do how, whatever they want to do. I'm all for that. But don't ask people to celebrate something that they find morally repugnant. And I, I think that's really where the rubber meets the road on this thing. Well, let's move on to a local issue. Sheriff Vernon Betts commenting this week about Drug dealing in the park across from City Hall. There was a fatal shooting this week, another shooting uh, earlier in the week, um, an overdose. And so he's saying, let's, you know, let's solve this issue. I talked to the mayor yesterday from Columbus, Ohio, where she's at the mayor, uh, the U.S. Conference of Mayors. And I asked her twice to address this specific issue about the park across from City Hall. And she would not do it, unfortunately. She went to what Jeff City is not doing on gun control and how it needs to be a regional solution for public safety. Um, What do you think, Michael? Uh, Well, I mean, this is like putting it on a tee for me. Um, You know, we've continued to watch this this mayor who's pushing uh, social agendas, not do the basics. Um, This is literally out the window of her office. 
she looks over this every day. It also happens to be the gateway to our entire region right here in downtown St. Louis. Um, we can continue to sit here and try to solve and hope to solve some of the world's largest issues that have existed since the beginning of time, or we can start electing politicians who want to focus on basic government services. What is more basic than providing the safety and security to the citizens in the, in the town that you're the mayor of? And unfortunately, um, maybe this isn't a solvable problem. And so the mayor's just going to deflect and try to distract people. I hope voters wake up and start to realize that we've got to quit voting on ideas and start voting on outcomes. John, let me ask you one quick question before we have to go. The sheriff is saying this. Doesn't he have the power to do something about it? He seems to be saying in a way that he's waiting on the city to do something. Yeah, well, the sheriff sheriff's office primarily transports prisoners. And we don't have enough of them uh, talking about prisoners. And they really don't have a law enforcement function. That rests with the police department. And, uh, you know, it's not Jefferson City's fault that they're dealing drugs out in the open uh, right across the street from City Hall. It's not Jefferson City's fault that a guy from Illinois gets the car beat out of him, his head stomped at a metro station outside of City Hall. Uh, those are not Jefferson City problems. Those are St. Louis crime problems, and they need to be addressed, and those areas need to be policed, and they need to be cleaned up, and then the people need to be arrested, and then the guilty need to be prosecuted. And, you know, it's not it's not a hard thing to do. John Hancock, Michael Kelly, our time is up. Thanks as always. Have a good weekend. See you, Scott. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.